The Gold Card Podcast is brought to you by the Esports Department. Gain access to the tools, projections, and analysis trusted by the best for League of Legends and Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Join today at theesportsdepartment.com. Welcome to episode 115 of the Gold Card Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Vince Colotti, at Gelati LOL on Twitter. With me tonight, we've got the full crew. We've got Josh Roberts at Roberts number 49. Good evening, y'all. Sponsored by OnlyBias.com, of course. Uh, we've got John George at the Esports Plug. How are we doing, everybody? He's got some uh, some choice words for JDG later on in the episode. Uh, and then we've got uh, Chris Chung at Prime LOL on Twitter. Independent feeler Independent. on brand. <laughs> oh, how could I ever forget that? Oh, man. So we've got the second to last week in the LCK. We've got third to last week in the LPL. Final week in the LEC, Super Week. And then second to last week in the LCS. And that's where we stand. <laughs> um, that's what we're going to be covering over this week. Uh, we don't really have that much big picture stuff to go into on this. We're just going to kind of be flying through the slate because it, it's pretty. For the this most is part, last week LCS, right? This, for the LCS is last. No, it's not. Is it? I think it is. I think it's last week LCS and last week LEC. Yeah, uh, week nine yeah, is the last week. Right. That's right. That's right. So yeah, this is the last week in the LCS and the last week in the LEC. Super week in the LEC, so we have the extra day. Remember, so everyone plays three matches. LPL still has two more weeks. They have a week nine and a week ten. Um, shorter, shorter slates. Like you're not going to have the three day weekends. Like well, we do for one day this weekend because of the rescheduled match, which. Uh, yeah, that was like the only. There's like two news topics we touched on. One of them was the the LPL matches that got rescheduled because of the Typhoon this weekend. Uh, Sunday, one of the Sunday matches got rescheduled, and then two, both matches on Monday got rescheduled. So we played one of them on Tuesday. Invictus played back-to-backs, which is weird. We haven't seen that in a little bit, and we saw the results of that. Uh, so one of the three matches has been played already. Then we have Thunder Talk versus Ultra Primes. going to be on August 5th, which is the second-to-last day of the season, which is next weekend. And then RNG versus Rare Adam is this weekend on Saturday. Uh, that one actually should be a banger. So um, we get a three-day Saturday. So it should be good. Uh, as for other news, we've got FlyQuest shifting their roster again. Do you guys just want to wait and talk about this in more detail when we get to the LCS? But FlyQuest basically yeah, basically switching uh, Jose Diotto and Palafox back to the LCS roster, right? Am I reading that right? I'm very, t- I'm very tired, uh, yeah. everybody. So I'm, I'm, I'm running on fumes tonight. Okay, so that's what it, it looks like. They're they just switched two out of five, right? Yeah, just Jose Diodo and Palafox. Okay, so mid jungle's coming back, uh, which I, I, I haven't watched the games, but just looking at the results in Academy, they've just been obliterating everybody. So like, yeah, maybe maybe this is. Uh, Palafox, dude, is Palafox just going to end up being one of these purgatory guys where he's just he's like the next golden, like the next golden glue, where he's just clearly too good for Academy, but maybe not quite up to snuff for the LCS. Uh, 
Really could be. He hasn't been super impressive in the LCS. Like, he hasn't even been bad. Yeah, just not super impressive. So, like, it's tough because it's like, okay, like, you you want a higher ceiling than this, but he's just going to be, like, he's going to bounce team to team. I can already see it coming. Like, he's just going to be, like, the next three years, he's just going to be on, like, four different teams. But Yeah, it's going to be fun. Him and DeMonte are both going to be doing that. Yeah, I I think so, Over the next couple of years. Am I just saying that it feels like (laughs) DeMonte might have kind of, like, worn out his system a little bit? Uh, I kind of feel like DeMonte's not going to get picked up anymore. We'll see. It's just going to depend, I guess. Um, I don't know. Uh, we also had so Armeo played for Team Liquid Academy tonight, and they haven't announced anything. But I, it's looking like tomorrow they'll probably say something. Did they do an announcement of an announcement? I think Chris, you were saying something about this, right? Yeah, I mean that was five days ago when Team Liquid told us that if they're going to give us an update on Santorini as soon as they can. Okay, so Armeo played with the Academy. There's a reasonable chance Santorin's going to play with the main squad this week. So uh, just keep your eyes peeled for that before you, you blindly go in with Armeo this weekend for, like, DFS lineups. And, and... and Go ahead, Josh. Yeah, and check under their tweets. Thankfully, Team Liquid actually has been responsive on Twitter this year when asking about who's going to start. Yeah. Unlike Evil Geniuses. <laughs> Not that I'm salty. All right. Um think that's it for news am i missing anything there's been a lot of other like random like one-off like call-ups and starts in the lpl and lck but i think we can kind of just do that if we come across yeah. the team because it's not i don't think they're really long-term yeah. things oftentimes the big one was from this morning we have uh like jdg called up their their alternate jungler not their academy jungler but their alternate academy jungler you got some weird stuff too like rng's not playing crying this morning yeah. they're playing like uh, uh Ujai yeah, or yeah, i think his name is right yeah, something yeah. like that. So, all right. I guess we'll just get right into the slate then. Um, <laughs> I don't want to jinx and say this is going to be a quick show. But, uh, full stop. This LPL slate is pretty dog shit. So, uh, I say dog shit, meaning are we going to have barking dogs? Because the dog's been barking all week in the LPL. What's it like? God damn it, dude. I was so dead on about BLG yesterday. I was like, look, Invictus has been planning for top for a week. Yep. Like, BLG is going to is gonna beat them. And I smashed BLG. And, of course, fucking OMG. <laughs> Screw you, OMG. I, I was all over the BLG. But uh, at least I got, I got good bets in there because BLG's line on Bovada moved from minus 165 yep. to plus 105. Yeah. That was crazy. I, so I saw that, and in hindsight, I feel like a total moron just not betting the value. Like, just, like, it's value. Just don't forget trying to think about it just it's whatever but i ended up playing other markets in that instead i just had a bigger edge on those i thought so i i, I didn't play a side in that contest but in hindsight in <laughs> hindsight i should have just on principle played blg because it was a 60 i mean i bet blg at minus 165 yeah. so when, when they moved over i was <laughs> like oh okay i suppose we've, like had, plus we've had four underdog two oh actually actually the underdog has covered the spread in the last nine matches in the lpl and in 12 of the last 13 matches, there have been four 2-0s since Saturday by underdogs. And the only favorite to win and cover was Rare Adam against Ultra Prime in that time period. So Good, good slash interesting question for the listeners. John, how do you approach that situation if, like, in at minus 165 and then they limited you so you couldn't get in at plus 105? Is there any recourse for you at that point? Or yeah, you, like, you're... send a, a DM to your friends, and you're like, yo, let me send you some money. <laughs> wow, <laughs> you wow, John. 
There we go. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, uh, this LPL slate is really not thrilling at all, but we do have one of the most hilarious lines I've ever seen to open up on Friday after Friday morning, which is... Hold on, before you do that, I should, I should answer Josh's yeah, question ahead. slightly legitimately. Uh, oftentimes, the books, when the lines change, we'll let you mm-hmm. bet again, is one thing, uh, at least with a couple of the books that I'm on. As soon as the line changes, you can remax. Yeah. So that that creates like not a problem, and it also allows you if you think that like a team is being way mispriced, you can like slam them, let the line move, slam yeah. them again, let the line move, slam them again. I've done that in a couple of different yeah. spots uh, this season. So that that's definitely something you can do. Uh, and also, if you if you get limited and you can't bet anymore, you can always switch to other things like the spread, like the map spreads and yeah. things like that. If you're if you're Mondale, all highly correlated stuff, first inhibitor, first baron, like that kind of shit you know, you're gonna lose it once in a while but for the most part it's correlated to the win you know 85 plus percent of the time or whatever so if you really if you really 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 want to get down that much you can it's just a matter of you know doing a little work that's right no tiam in the chat just let your wife bet it because she's also a big fan oh yeah <laughs> but not on DraftKings. absolutely not on DraftKings, right <laughs> not, yeah. definitely not on <laughs> oh my god that whole ordeal was something else wasn't it uh, this is a Friday afternoon. Whew, this is going to be a goofy one. Uh, Friday morning, not afternoon. Oh, my goodness. Um, victory 5 plus 1237 against EDG. The money line is off the books in two different places. <laughs> they just don't have a money line for this series. Minus 5,000-ish. They're like minus five thousand is too good. We can't EG give them that kind of value. Sweep is minus eight thirty three. I've literally never seen anything like that in my life. Ever. Have you ever seen <laughs> minus eight thirty three to sweep? That's ridiculous. <laughs> How do we not bet the like, victory yeah, five dude, minus because one? Because they're te- because they're not a professional team. Uh, That's what I'm trying to say, dude. Five hundred. I'm betting it for sure. Uh, minus, I mean, the plus one point five. It might be my pick of the week. To be honest with you, at plus four. Like, is there, all right, so here, so here's 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 the story you tell if you're gonna if you're gonna justify like the the, the bet on victory five here, right? Maybe EDG like do like two or three subs. Maybe clear love. You know, yeah, clear love plays again. Forgot last game. He forgot Smite last game, and then they won game two. Like, he could have had Smite in game one. Maybe they win, and then, you know, maybe they go two there. Smite Who knows? game one, and maybe they lose by 6,000 instead of 14,000 or whatever it was. <laughs> oh, man. Um, uh, I, I'm, I don't want anything to do with this. All the derivatives are fucked up for this one, too. It's like the under-12.5 the under, the under towers, which is, like, my first thought for this. It was like minus seven hundred or some shit. So I'm like, I don't even want to bother with this man. Uh, Victory five. We were talking a little bit about about it before the show. But Victory five. Uh, I compared them to like the spring 2020 version, like the the widely considered worst team in the last like the modern era. I'll call it. Um, like the like the actual like measurables aren't as bad as that team. But if you compare them like standard deviation style to the rest of the league, this is the worst team. But I also think, like, if you compare it to, like, how the like the game has changed, it's a lot different now. That team had just the worst measure, like, just the worst goal per minutes and differentials. Like, it, they were awful in an era where that wasn't as compressed as it is now. So, like, 
I think it's really it's really damning to not get a win in this metagame. Oh, it's we were super just talking about how like how much tighter how yeah how much tighter the like teams are this split than they yeah. have been in the past. And to not be able to pick up a win in this metagame is even yeah. more damning. You know, what, for you. Th- with that justification, it might actually be even worse. Like it might literally they might literally be the worst team. By the way, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. We all called this. Like we 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 said going into summer is like they got rid of. Good players. Look at what they're doing on BLG now, by the way. Right? Like, what what, what did they think was going to happen? I'm convinced some shit had to have happened behind the scenes. Like, I don't know if they all just, like, I'm tr- I'll, I'll try to keep it, you know, R-rated and not any worse on here. But, like, did, did they all take the coach's wife out to dinner or something? Right? Like, like what what the fuck happened here? could just be a money thing like maybe they were just yeah. trying to go into the rebuild and try to save some money for some guys that wanted more expensive contracts like i don't mind a full rebuild but this is pretty rough like yeah, and <laughs> this is a pretty rough season and i guess like we don't know what those guys, those players were asking for like maybe they knew they were hot shit and were asking for big money and v5 is like we can't afford to give it maybe they're just like the oakland a's you know like the pirates right it's like you know from 20 years ago where they're just a smaller market team, they don't have the money to throw around to people, and they might have good coaching and development, and they just can't afford to keep the guys. But it's certainly a bad look when you just get rid of, like, I would say, like, you know, four, three of the guys they got rid of, I think, are at least league average, maybe better. And then, like, Langji is, you know, around that level, too. So like I don't know I don't know what they were thinking, dude. I think it was just terrible. I don't know. Um, just I I just stay away from this one. Like if you want if you want exp- like if you want to put a lottery ticket on V five, go for it. But uh, I would do first map and hope that EVG maybe start like clear love in a different sub or something like that, and and something just goes awry. Um. Oh yeah, mole too. Although Mole, unfortunately, hasn't had the greatest season this season, yeah. but not the worst. Um, Rogue Warriors, plus 278 against Team WE, minus 417. This one's interesting all of a sudden because I guess it just depends on what you think of Rogue Warriors. Like, I, I'm still not buying it with this team. Like, I, I, I like that they're confident and they just go for it. Like that, that, like Golden Guardians is kind of doing that right now too, where it's like, okay, like they 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 got nothing to lose. A team with nothing to lose can be dangerous, right? And I kind of think Rogue Warriors are playing like fast and loose like that, and it's working for them. But like they're fundamentally not a very strong team at all. They've just been picking up fluky wins. And I think WE is a little slept on yeah. too, in that like even by me, like when I went when I was doing my video and I went to go look for Team WE. I looked at, like, 10th place, and I was like, where's WE at around here? I know they're right around this 10th place, and then yeah. they're actually in 5th. Like, they're, they're having a, they're like, my, my natural opinion of them was worse than they're actually yeah. doing this season. Uh, I, doing think, well, I think we also had really high expectations for that team, so, like, the fact that they're, like, slightly underachieving feels much worse than they're actually doing. They are, right, they... Yeah, they're on a 4th They're kind streak, of... You know? I, I kind of think they're sort of in that JDG spectrum where they just do dumb shit sometimes. And you're like, what? Like, like literally, they'll 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 just do some stupid shit in game one, and they like they they look like one of the best teams in the league in games two and three. It's I don't know if it's just like they're slow start. Like I, this is just purely 
I don't even, this is anecdotal. Like, I'm not even looking at, like, if this is actually happening. But they feel like a really sluggish team, and then if they get down in game one a lot of the time, it's like, I, I don't know. They, they just do some really stupid, weird shit sometimes, and it, like, has scratch in my head, and they and they look totally fine in most of their games. So it's like, it, it's it's tough. And then they, they did the weird, like, swapping mid laners. They, they, they were doing that for a little while, too, and... I mean, I'm going to be on WE here, I think. It, it feels weird. I think if I was going to bet this, I would yes. go WE minus one and a half. But I think I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to pass. But I think if I bet it, that's what I would bet. Josh, what do you think on this one? Fade Friday in the OPL. Yeah. Chris, any strong opinions on this one, one way or the other? I hate WE so much, but, you know, I... They should sweep <clears throat> this. Uh, it should, yeah. I don't. I don't believe in R, uh, RW. Like I, I don't either. I'm just. I'm saying. I just think they're picking up some kind of flu- uh, not entirely fluky wins, but like not not what they're doing isn't isn't as repeatable as some of the stuff other teams are doing. I guess. Uh, it is, by the way, interesting that like this is a very forged meta, and they're still not particularly great. Kind of like the V5 thing. It's like, all right, you got the super high variance game right now, and they still can't win a match, so maybe they are just awful. But, all right. Um, yeah, I'm going to be on WE minus one and a half there. That might be pick of the week for me, but we'll see. Um, Saturday, uh, Friday in the uh, LCK, we've got – the LCK slate's a lot more interesting this weekend, just the way the schedule, sh- like, shook out. It's just, you know, I think the LCK right now is actually wildly interesting with how much parity there is. Uh, we got Nongshim minus 172 against Liv Sandbox, plus 142. Uh, we'll say Nongshim to sweep is at plus 162. I already bet Sandbox here, which I think I think you guys I think yeah, you guys saw like that sandbox. coming. I don't think this surprised anyone, but yeah, I kind of like Sandbox, but I, I I'm looking for a for a spot to bet against Nongshim. I just I think their their numbers just don't represent them being this much stronger than teams that that they're that like they're being booked as. But I think there's a like better playoffs. spot for me. I might be wrong. Not this this Sunday spot. I think is better uh, than the Friday one. I'm the but it's no, pretty close. I'm, I'm you, think, you think you think it's Friday? It's way better than Hanwha. No, no. I think it is. I think yeah. We, we'll get there when we get there. I guess. Yeah, oh, I kind of like the Sunday spot bit. myself. The extra I like sixty it. points. I do think Sandbox is better, but the extra uh, sixty points is pretty big for me. Yeah, this team just. My problem with Dong Jim is. There's this. They're the FlyQuest of the LCK right now. The old FlyQuest from last year, to me, like they don't do anything outstanding. They just make good plays in the mid game and win games. It's like the most boring team to watch a lot of the time, where they're not being super proactive. They're just waiting for a mistake and then pouncing on it. We saw DRX do it in the spring, I think. Um, we've seen. I mean, there's always teams in almost every single yeah. league that do this, right? And they're always successful. And we're always saying this about those teams, like, hey. They're good, but they're going to be overvalued by the books because they're getting more yeah. wins than they should be. They're, they're winning at an above expectation rate. And so we're going to be wanting to bet against them. But, it, I mean, look, you look dumb when you do that sometimes because, hey, if they're just making good plays in the middle of the game and other teams aren't, then, yeah. of course, they're going to win those games, I especially think, in this kind of I, meta. Um, so, yeah, they're it's – I want to be against them, but it's yeah. so hard to actually. I, I pull think the for those that are familiar with like Bill James, like Pythagorean win expert expectation and that kind of thing, you see a lot talked about a lot in like the NFL and, and baseball. It's basically you can 
you can quantify what like a win looks like, like an average win looks like in a league, and like a, th- across a bunch of different measurables, and be like, okay, is this team winning? Like, should this team be winning games with the performance metrics that they have? And like, the answer for Nongshim is, yeah, they are a good. They're a good team. Like, they're a winning team. They're not this hard of a winning team. So they, they remind me a little bit. I always, I always draw the same example because it's like the most recent one I can think about, but like the 2019 Packers, right? They were a good team. They were not a 13 win team. They were like at best an 11 or 10 win team that just, you know, had a couple good bounces, good turnover luck. And that was the end of it, right? Like they were, but they're, but this team is being priced like, like an elite team. And I don't think they are. So. I think this team's going to get smashed in playoffs, personally. And I think that's going to be the best spot. But I actually think this weekend is a really dangerous spot for them because this is th- – doesn't this reek of, like, a letdown spot? Like, they're currently number one. They've more or less locked – let me – have they locked playoffs? I'm going to double check. While, while you're looking that up, I'm going to rattle yeah. off some stats for folks. Uh, so, so looking at some of their stats and wins, and this is why we say this stuff, to just try and get it over uh, – get the point across – but if you look at their elemental Drake percentage in wins, they have the third lowest in the league in wins, um, only behind DRX and T1. If we look at their uh, Baron rate in wins, they have the second lowest in the league in wins. If we look at things such Gold as like, in wins. Uh, assist per kill, yeah, assist per kill, they're the, they're the lowest in the league in wins. Um, you know, there's just all these different ones. Uh, the average goal differential at 15 in yep. wins, they are the lowest in the league. XP differential in the league. They're the fourth lowest in the league. Um, so there's just so many statistics out here that are just saying, look, they're just screaming at us, yep. regression, 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 regression. And eventually, you know, we're going to keep betting on it to come. And it may not ever come, and that's, that's, that's what the numbers that's are your process. So that's And if that's your process, that then, you know, you, there's always exceptions to rules, for sure. And you have to kind of – that's like the art of it, right? It, it, like the art and the science blended together. There is something to be said for just teams that are that play this way do tend to defy the numbers a little bit, but ultimately it does come back to bite them. Very rarely do they actually end up – very rarely do you get a FlyQuest situation where they make it to the finals or something like that, right? Like, it almost always – and it, honestly, like, it's almost always in playoffs too where, like, they just, they, they just get smashed in playoffs because they don't have any depth of strategies or whatever. But I, I will say – Nongshim do, they are versatile. They've shown a bunch of different looks. I, I think they've kind of been carried a lot. I've been saying this all season. They've been carried a lot by just, like, insane carry performances. Like, it, it seems like every like a different player's clutch every series, doesn't it? Like, I know Peanut in the last series just went ballistic. Uh, I know Gory's had a few pop. Doc Dom's been, fuck, I mean, he's just good. But uh, it, it seems like they have a different pop-off in, like, a clutch moment every single series, it feels like. Or like they they had they just it feels like they flip heads in a high leverage situation in like once a series. Yeah, I think Doc Doc Duck Dumb, Duck, yeah. Doc I, I always struggle. Duck Dumb um, has been the most impressive to me in a lot of their games. He just seems to have that like you're talking about that clutch factor. I think it is yeah. real uh, that he's I mean, been insane on. He's been like that since spring. Even when the team was yeah. bad, Doc Dumb was the hard carry of that team. I liked him them too sooning where he plays like the Juan Fong, just funnel everything to him. But he's got Gory now, and I think that 
helps the team, but like you guys said, they're overperforming. Yeah. Number one in the LCK. They, they, yeah, I mean, Josh brought a bunch of the per like in wins stuff up. Like, yeah, raw like unadjusted raw gold per minute in wins. They're eighth in the league. Like that's it's a good. It's not even that great a number either. It's sub nineteen hundred in wins, which is not very good, no matter what league you're looking at, really. So, you know. It's not the end all be. And by the way, they have the best gold lead at ten in the league, and still, which means that like they're at, like the end of games for them has not been going particularly well. Like they have this huge fucking trough in like the fifteen twenty minute range, and I think against good teams they're going to struggle with that, particularly against teams like Live Sandbox who spike at that time in games. If you look at like their goal graphs and their differentials, they have a huge spike. They have the, the you know, 15 and 20 minutes, they have the second and fourth best in the league. So I am going to be on Sandbox here just to just to reel it back in a little bit. Um I can understand wanting to pick one of these two spots and liking one one of them more or just wanting to wait until playoffs, but uh, I'm I'm definitely going to be on Live Sandbox here. They've got a lot more to fight for in this match, too. Um, There's still... Actually, dude, Live Sandbox moves into fourth place. How crazy is that? All right. Can you hear us now? You can hear us us now. Hello, hello. We're good. We're good now. We're good? Yep. Okay. I don't know. Where were we? Oh, I guess we'll skip to Friday in the LEC. Uh, We've got... Shulka plus one fifty four against Vitality minus two hundred eight. Vitality just um, look. Shulka's not good. It. Dude, just 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 get me out. Get. Are you get, done with dude, this team? Just just get. I'm 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 hurt. Look, I'm hurt, dog. I'm hurt, dog. <laughs> Free my man, Crowny. Get him anywhere, man. How is this guy not on G two or Fnatic? Just dude. I'm so it's just so illegal. Like I don't know if, <laughs> if you guys watch these games. It's so illegal, man. It's so I'm in pain illegal. with you. I was all I was all over Vitality last weekend. I'm in I'm in pain with you. I can't, dude. I I, I, I I dodged that bullet. I I didn't I didn't go the other side, but I I got out of the way of the free train. <laughs> like it I was... just I, like it. The things that Leader is doing. Cider, he started out the split so fine. I just, I don't understand, man. And, and like, it's crazy. It's just so crazy. Like, Stealthman was like four zero and two on Lee Sin in one of their games this weekend, and then he ended like four eight and two. And I'm just like, <laughs> how does that was the Excel how does that game, even happen? It? Yeah, probably because they lose to the worst team in the league. That also is we're screwed, we're, screwed we're gonna talk about them that. a little bit because I, I actually like what they've been doing. And I, I Look, maybe I been mean, a little low on them, but. Yeah. Knowing, knowing me, knowing my luck, Vitality's going to three zero this week. Backdoor into playoffs, and then they're going <laughs> to just get smashed in round one or something. After I have all my hope restored, and it's just painful. But just, I mean, like I have said before, never bet on Chalka. But like at this point, like why not? This... Do we feel like maybe this team would be better if they if they moved some pieces around? Or do they just need to like? Is it just a player quality issue, or is it a a stylistic issue? Like, I, I sometimes feel like their bot lane and their mid jungle are not built to play together. They don't. Like, know. I, I don't. I'm not sure. I think leader and self made should be on the same team. It's so that, weird because it's so weird because you would like. Yeah. No. Okay. All right. I misunderstood you. Like, I thought you were talking about like leader and self made because I was like, oh, those two look like they're tailor made to play with each other. 
But yeah, no, they're, they're that combination with the bottom lane, I agree with you. Like, it doesn't fit, right? Like It kind of feels that way to me. Like, you it's need like, a weak side bottom lane for that, you know? Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah I, I, or a really aggressive AD carry. Like, yeah. I, think, I, think, I think the bot lane's kind of settled into not being super aggressive, and yeah. they kind of have to because they're not getting the attention. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 I don't know. I just feel like maybe there's like they're just not gelling well together as a team. And behind the scenes, who knows, there might be some personality issues there too with the types of personalities that are on this team. It's so weird. Uh, they're like right – I'm trying to think of like where I had them. I can actually just look this up because we have the sheet right here. Where did I put – We were excited coming into the summer with this roster. We thought that they would either crash or they would be uh, one of the best team. And I don't know how I feel about them now that we're at, at the end of the split. Yeah. I mean, we, we kind of talked about this, right, where it was like there's just a wide range of outcomes for this team, and we're kind of seeing that. It, it's not it's not playing out. like It's playing out like where they're finishing, they're in the middle, right? But there is that wide range of outcomes, like where they have these spike performances where it's like, holy shit, this team is so good, and it's exciting. And then it's like other games where it's like, god damn it, like what the hell is going on with this team? I mean, they just they just straight up shouldn't have the same record as SK Gaming. I that I like, that I, I agree mean, with. Just straight up, those teams shouldn't have the same record. That I agree with. However, I I can't say it's not their own doing. You know what I'm saying? Like they've shot themselves in the foot enough where it's like. They feel like a little bit like Invictus, don't they? Like this season, Invictus. Where it's like they've no. definitely they've definitely shot themselves in the foot enough that it's uh, like. Dude, I don't think there's any comparison because they just have players solo. Like they make, they have players that individually make the most idiotic decisions I've ever seen. Yep. Professionals make. Like this past weekend, they had a game. I think it was that game I was talking about. They had a Leeson and a Rise. They were trying to camp the, the enemy's top uh, blue buff bush. They got spotted out in a blue world while Harold was up. Ward, while Harold was up. Holy crap, that's hard to say. <laughs> so they Rise ulted out, and then they came back to contest the Herald 4v2. Why did you even Rise ult out if you're going to come back in when uh, it's like they're, they're overplaying. Things, they overplay. They really don't hard. make any sense, and they do that every game, and it's just awful. Yeah, they, they just move on, move on. Yeah, this team yeah. just makes me sad inside. Uh, anyway, on to a sadder match: Astralis minus one nineteen against SK Gaming minus one eleven. I guess maybe not all sad boy hour. Line. Yeah, I kind of want to be on Astralis here. I'm pretty happy with the Astralis line, I, I, dude. <sighs> Astralis is not a great team, but I, still, team... I have very little faith in SK. The funny thing is I saw this Astralis game, and I was like, okay, how about the other two? I'm so tempted to make a triple parlay Astralis all weekend, but no. Dude. Not yet. So they talk, I mean, Jesus, they beat this like a dead fucking horse on the broadcast last week, but Astralis sees a schedule. Astralis sees a schedule. Guys, this team's not good. Can we, can we stop? They might be better than the rest of the schedule, but this team's not good. They're not going to 3-0. Th- I mean, they could 3-0 this week, but, like, they're probably not. They're going to lose one of these games. This is not a good team. This is not a good team. Ban Trundle and see what this team does. I swear to God. I swear to God. Like, it's <laughs> make them beat you with something else. This is the Wan Fong misfortune thing all over again. It looks stupid. You feel like an idiot. Make this team show you something else. Right? Like... <laughs> Like, come on. I don't know. 
I, I like that Australis have confidence and they know who they are and everything, and I like that they draft whatever they feel like drafting, but God damn it, can we? this, this team's not good. I can't believe this team's going to make playoffs, dude. I might I might have to take oh, a yeah. I might have to take out a second mortgage for this one, dude. When they make playoffs, XL. Uh, I guess XL's schedule's a little tough. They, uh, yeah, they're gonna make playoffs, dude. That <laughs> That's what I'm saying, way. man. Like, <laughs> whew. this team is not good. They're they're lovable, but they're not good. So don't don't get those two things conflated. All right. Um, although I do like Sunzauer winner interviews, so maybe, maybe we just narrative bet this. You know, like, this is the opposite of a rage fade. Right? (laughs) What's the opposite of a rage fade? (laughs) Just to bring it back, this number's just flat out wrong. Uh, they're not, they're not this close to SK by any metric they have. What do you mean? Like, you think they're way better? Yeah, I think they're, I think they're much better overall. Team. I agree. SK. SK's played a lot better late, but I'm not really buying into it. They they did some funky stuff at the Mundo jungle before anyone knew what the hell Mundo was even doing. I'm not buying either of them. I think they um, both suck. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, I, I agree. don't. I just, I just. Someone uh, has to win. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the game where like it it'd be easy to just be like someone has to win this and pick one, and you could justify it however you want to. But I'm I'm probably gonna end up just passing this. I haven't done like full on due diligence on it yet, but I'm I'm probably staying the hell away from this one. Maybe kill total. The next one's pretty free. G two minus one fifteen, Mad Lions minus one fifteen. God damn it, this fucking team. How some, how lucky is this bet. team gonna get, man? Actually, I'm not gonna say G2 lucky. Bets. They won. This is, I, I think G two here. Yeah, I think G two. I think G two. This feels almost too obvious, which means it's gonna lose, right? This... Yeah, I would make this my pick of the week if it wasn't for a minus. I don't do negative uh, minus odds, but it's G2. Just parlay it, part Prime. G2, Shulka. <laughs> G2, Astralis. No, I'm, I'm not. Uh, G2, Astralis, and all right, parlay. Any, anybody on the mad side of this? Anybody want to buy into the narrative, the, the sip the copium that this team's up? Well, it's playoff time. Time to turn it up. I, I, I can't stand that shit, by the way. It's not playoff time yet, anyway. Like, can, can, all right, I'm going to take a brief aside here for, like, 30 seconds. Can, can we stop with this? I, I used to hate this when they did this shit with G2. Like, yeah, sure, you have, like, fucking five years of evidence for this. Right? Okay, like, sure. If you want to point to it after that much data, fine, whatever. Like, that's that's fine. Can we, can we stop? I get... I get that when you're doing a broadcast, you have to fill time, and you sometimes you say some stupid shit just to fill time. But can, can we just stop with this plot narrative sledgehammering? I'm so fucking tired of it. Like this is why I've been watching broadcast on mute for two years already. I just can't do it anymore. Like I'm just, I'm just. The LEC I end up listening to like usually on Friday, and then Saturdays I'll listen to it while I'm 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 doing my writing on Sat like Saturday morning. And man, oh man, I just can't. I end up. Doing it. They do a good job actually casting the games. It's everything else that it's like, oh, G two is. Is there anybody on the mad side of this? Not me. All right, Fnatic minus one forty one against Misfits plus one hundred six. Like Fnatic, yeah, I, I'm more bullish on Misfits than you guys are, but I like Fnatic enough more that I think this is a really cheap price for them. I'm going to be on Fnatic here for sure. 
That's where I'm at. We're agreeing too much this week. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, we got we got to break this. I'm, I'm taking this with them just for the team. <laughs> Respect. I just want to say this Ellie's this uh, DFS slate's going to be awful. There's not really any even good spots. G2 Fnatic. Are we kicking it old school? It's, it's going to be G2 Fnatic. They're both going to be cheap. The problem Me, is you, like they're going to fit really easy. <laughs> So what you have to do in this is just probably pick one of Misfits or Mad or both and play them if you want to get different TPPs because the I other, agree. even the other games just aren't going to be high kill enough environments realistically. Maybe to, maybe to that's just off. how you play it, like this whole slate. Like you, yeah, I think you just pick Misfits or Mad and, and play them with a bunch. Do you, of combos, ju- do you just play? Do you just play those two games in like as many iterations as you you feel comfortable with? Like, probably go, like, you know, like, Misfits SK, Misfits Astralis, Misfits Vitality, Misfits Shulka, Misfits XL. And then maybe, like maybe, like, a Singleton Misfits Mad lineup for the double upset. I mean, th- yeah, that's not like that. that unreasonable that that happens, right? And if it does, you, I mean, these two teams score a lot. And, I mean, Mad definitely score a lot when they win a lot of, like, most of the time anyway. I don't know if that's been the case recently. I haven't looked in a little bit. Or you can just play cash games and play G2 Fnatic and, like, play against S-Gog and just have them play four rows <laughs> and just, for just pray that Rogue doesn't go off, because that's definitely what he's playing on this slate. No, Tom has it, has it right. You, you, wait, we're, we're kicking it old school, man. It's just G2 Fanatic, lock it in, and, you know, I wish go I could go back order a burger. Like three years. <laughs> I wish I could go back, like, three years and count what percentage of slates the optimal GPP lineup is G2 <laughs> Fanatic in LEC. I bet it's, like, 50% of slates. It, 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 literally might, it literally might be. That's insane, by the way. Uh, Rogue XL. I, look, I want to give some props to XL because since they made these moves, like they're a much better team straight up. Uh, I don't, they're, they're not a great team, but they're way, way better. The rookies have been good, man. I think 400 feels too big. Yeah. I mean, I think Rogue's way better than XL, but I, 400 feels too yeah, big this, for a best this, of one here. This is a big number. I'm probably going to be on the kill spread at least. And then probably a little bit on the money line. That's usually how I like to play these. I use, I'll, do, I'll do like a three quarters, one quarter exposure kind of situation. Uh, Friday in the LCS, we got T. Oh, the LCS. This Friday LCS slate is actually a banger. Like these should all be interesting games. And weirdly enough, right? Uh, TSM plus one hundred seven against hundred thieves minus one forty one. This is a slam dunk hundred thieves bet, right? We slam the thieves. We slam them. Which em. means we're just gonna get completely blown the fuck out. Right? Oh, we're getting <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely sure. right. No, we're not. They're gonna have a six. Prime. They're gonna have a six k gold lead, and TSM's gonna find like a back door with twisted fate or some shit, right? When was the last time? Oh, go ahead. I'm just gonna say they're just gonna do the same thing they did in this C9 game. They're gonna lose the whole game and then win. When was the last time you saw a TSM game that you were like, wow, TSM's really just outplaying these guys and just winning this game completely legitimately? Like, it's been, it's been a while. Um, I'm sure they had one mixed in there somewhere, but we're, we're slamming thieves for sure. And if they lose, then, you know, what are you going to do? They kind of smashed both their games last week. Not the, not like the week before last, sorry. Like, they, they destroyed Liquid and FlyQuest. In those, but yeah, you're right. Generally speaking, yeah. The thing with the the thing with TSM is like they, they don't play. They're they're a lot like Nongshin. Where it's like they're they're you you have to give you have to make some sort of adjustment for teams that play that way. Where it's like, like you could you could lay this out and do a statistical model for all this shit and be like, okay, this team's fucking garbage and they're overrated, right? 
Nongshim. Classic example, Nongshim is way overrated. But you have to factor in that they're kind of playing – I don't want to call it bend but don't break because that's so cliche, but, like, they kind of do, right? They're just going to play, like, to minimize losses. They're never going to – they're not going to take high-risk plays. They're just going to – they're going to try to win the high-leverage situations, and they have good objective control, and that's how they win games, right? And so they're never, ever going to pop off the stat sheet, and a lot of times they're going to look worse than their actual record – so you do have to give a slight bump, but even with that factored in here, man, like, I, I this is cheap for 100 Thieves. This is a cheap price for them. Yeah, but Thieves for me. Yeah. Um, Evil Geniuses, minus 119 against Cloud9, minus 112. Give me Evil Geniuses all day. All day on this one. This is a dirty, this is a dirty one. This is one of those ones where, like, I want to bet EG, but I'm just so confident. I, yeah, I, I, do, I, do, I do too, but I'm just trying not to get, I'm trying not to let that, you know what I mean? Like you can't. Like it, it, it's good. It's good that your brain reminds you of that, so that you don't like. Just treat this like a normal thing. Edge on EG, bet it normal. Don't completely hammer it or anything like that. Because Cloud Nine, I'm Cloud Nine's good, and they're they're playing a lot better recently. So they've definitely been a lot better since yeah. uh, since things turned around a little bit. Uh, I think Blabber's getting a little bit more comfortable. I just think EG are the best team in the league. Maybe one of the better teams in the West. Dare I say it? Might be a little. We'd have to we'd have to see some cross matchups. Might be a, li- might be a little aggressive. The LCS is going to get destroyed by the LCS. More, more than likely, feeling. yeah. But you know, Mister um, Mister Geniuses, Josh. Look, every week's an EG three O week. <laughs> there it is. Okay, enough said. I will say just on the side note. This top matchup is going to be one for the ages. I'm really excited to watch Impact versus Fudge. Yeah. C9 looking like absolute dog trash for the most part. This split, uh, Fudge has been an absolute treasure to watch. I don't know if anyone's. It, it, I mean, I think everyone's seen it at least in the final scoreline. But I know a lot of people have been commenting specifically on his pro view. Um, and anytime they pan up to him, just watching the things he's doing, even the itemization choices he's making, the ways he's controlling the lanes, the way he's positioning in team fights, he's been great player, astounding. Astounding. Yeah, if so, the rest yeah, of this lineup really elevates to, to what they should be performing at, then God damn it, Cloud Nine's gonna be a hell of a good team, aren't they? <laughs> but uh, that's kind of just, what was it last week? The wins never came. <laughs> like what is? <laughs> that's gotta be the episode name. Sorry, Prime. That's... <laughs> Look, if... I don't get my, I don't get my. Okay. But don't downplay the correlation that they were playing in their own game house, and Perks doesn't have to wear a cap. Ah. Interesting narrative. We gotta gotta go with Cap Narrative Street. Cap sure. nine, dude. Here we go. Um, anybody want to take positions on uh, Caps coming to NA to play with Perks next year? <laughs> Wait, that you guys just reminded me. This actually, don't bet this game until after G two plays against Matt, because the real connection that nobody's talking about is the fact that Caps went bald the same week that Perks started wearing a hat, otherwise known as a cap. Which could be in relation to the word caps. So if G two happens to lose, then maybe C nine will get carried by the caps and pull out the win. Yeah, do we think the energy is being siphoned? Do we think it's okay? So it's on a medium and like the sliding scale. You know what I mean? Like sixty forty seventy. You know what I mean? The better caps is, the less powerful the cap is, and vice versa. Exactly. Wow. I understand. I understand. John gets it. We need we need a uh, we need to have a like a spiritual we need to have a spiritual <laughs> advisor on the podcast next week. 
Six and QAnon shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, Immortals plus 162, Team Liquid minus 222. Um, Anybody on either one of these teams wear hats? I don't know, man. Uh, Immortals were looking like they were kind of stagnating a little bit. What I liked about this team is that they were they were steadily progressing as the entire like calendar year was moving on, and they kind of hit a rut like a couple weeks into summer where they like just stopped, like they were kind of stagnant. Coming off a good week, three zero week last week, right? I think they three would last. I believe week, so. Yeah, yep. Right? And I mean, Liquid maybe Santorin's gonna play. Why is Liquid dog shit, dude? Uh, why, is, why is Liquid just fucking garbage all the time? I mean, sudden? look. I, I don't want to blame Our or mail. make excuses for shit because, like, it's, 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 you guys know this. It's almost never just as simple as, oh, it's just this one thing. But at some point, all this shit going on around them is going to add up, right? Like, I don't, it's not entirely that. It's, it's, I think this team, for whatever reason, just has been sitting on their laurels the whole fucking season. It's annoying as shit because you know what they remind me of a team that's like, oh, no, we're we're good. We clinched playoffs like fucking six weeks ago. We just got to go five hundred the rest of the season. And it's like, oh yeah, we're we're just sandbagging. I mean, it's like, no, but then like they're never in form for playoffs and they're just gonna get smashed in the first round of the playoffs. It's like, what the fuck is going on with this team, right? Listen, man, I don't listen to podcasts to hear, like, nuance. There's a lot of factors discussion. I want to know, like, someone's wearing a hat. Dude, I don't, That's yeah. That's the kind like, of analysis that I, I'm I don't know. Here. Like, Liquid have clinched playoffs already. Immortals need this win. That's, if you want to go, like, full-on narrative street, that's the narrative. Narrative. Actual narrative street. Vince is Good. talking logically again. Goodbye. Okay. <laughs> hey, here we go. Immortals new coach. Anyone know who Immortals new coach is as of last week? Anyone here? His his name is uh Darduck. Oh yeah. Anyone remember Darduck's initial team in the LCS? Liquid. Anybody remember huh. Breaking Happened Point? Happened to be Liquid. I think that we now all know who's winning this game. Thank you and come again. I will take the money on the Immortals money line. Enough said. Boom. You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. Thank. I, you. I do think this is probably. Let me just take a quick peek. Because like. I'm with you, John. Like, Liquid's just like every game. It's like just so lackluster, right? Like. They just look yeah. bad. Like, nobody on their team even looks like they're, like, crushing their lanes or, like, doing – like, they just look like they're just losing every lane. It's so the weird, game. though, because like, if you look at this roster, it's – I'm not going to compare them to JDG, but it feels that way where it's like, okay, like – Don't compare anybody the players, to JDG. Like, the players should be better than this. Like, the the, the yeah, it should I mean, be literally... greater than the sum of the parts, right? And it just hasn't been. Well, even – even the parts are like these are all guys who historically should be like winning their lanes against eighty yeah. percent of their opponents. Like even like Jensen, you know, sometimes he struggles with a Bjergsen or struggles with a Perks, but for the most part, he crushes all the other mids in the LCS historically. All of a sudden, he's just not. Core JJ, their bot lane is just not really doing that great. Alfari is supposed to be, you know, the goaded crush every lane, not crushing every lane. I don't know. I'm gonna. I. I make this kind of close I to think... market for what it's worth. It's a it's a little bit of a value on Immortals. I just think like you, ha- I just think you have to factor in like the situation also where it's like they're feeling good right now. They're coming off a good week. Whatever Dardock was doing is working, and liquid liquid have already like liquid more or less. I'm trying to like look at this now. Like there's there's only what three ends up as from. Like, from Third to f- like you know, Cloud Nine, EG and Liquid, they're only a win apart. 
So, like, they could battle for seeding, but Liquid have already locked playoffs, whereas Immortals, they have to win this week. They have to go They have to go at worst 2-1 this week. Yeah. A uh, uh, couple other things. Immortals, like... They're, they're they're playoff locked now. Oh yeah, I forgot it's eight teams. God damn it! They're well, they're they're yeah, battling yeah, they're to avoid the lower locked. bracket. I'm sorry, that's the yeah that that, that yeah that's that's the thing. Yeah, a couple other things. One, Immortals won last week with a non-pick champion. They didn't pick, got a cane, and won the game against the best yep. team in the league. Two, uh, they kind of got thrown into the blender a little bit last week with the COVID thing coming up pretty late and in the still week. Still persevered. Um, and still persevered. So, yeah, I, I think I'm on Immortals here. Um, the TL thing, I think it really comes down to Armeo. It, it sucks because he gets, he gets shit on a ton in this industry. And it's not really his fault. I think the, the, the main thing is, honestly, is that Core JJ relies so much on having the support jungle synergy. We saw the same struggle with Broxa when Broxa was there. I think if, they, if you just don't have a jungler, that's great. Like, absolutely phenomenal top tier at playing with their support. And I don't think Armeo is that. I think he's a better player around the solo lanes as Bronza yeah. was. Um, I think they're just going to struggle. And I think that's the biggest thing for them. Um, so we'll see if like, maybe it changes the outlook a little it's bit. Ju- it's just but, yeah, weird because like I feel like the floor I'm for this team is just a certain level. So it, it always feels bad going against them unless it's like a really good team. But I think the number here, like, they're, they're, I'm treating Liquid more or less as like the average team. Like, like maybe they're a little bit better than like uh, like a true average team. Like I, I'm basically like fully in line with where the model has them, where it's like okay, like they're a little better than average. And I think it's because of the players. What if it comes out that like it like really is all our mouse fault? Like behind the scenes, Greg's just like flaming everybody super hard. <laughs> and, like he's the one that made Alfari quit. Like just calls them all shitters after wow. every game. That's the narrative I want. He doesn't look like uh, a guy that would do Alfari's that. Been- Alfari's been defending him, or at least... That's why. It's Stockholm Syndrome. I don't know, dude. Um, Golden Guardians, minus 132 against FlyQuest, plus 100. I hate to say I told you so. <laughs> Beginner's luck with this FlyQuest team. They're not good. Yeah, I think I think GGS is probably favored oh. here, but we don't really know how the new look FlyQuest is going to look. Yeah, Palafox and Jose Diodo coming back. Um Diodo, I thought was pretty good during his like when he yeah. was in the LCS. They demoted like the whole team at once, but I thought Diodo was significantly better than some of the other players on this team when he was playing in the um, LCS. Yeah, but like that doesn't necessarily mean, you know what I mean? Like that's uh, I don't know. If, I, don't, I didn't think he was particularly good. He was just the best player on a shit team. You know. I don't know. I think this is an upgrade. I think this team is it better pro- than the first they were playing is. last week. I think that's reasonable. But uh, I still don't think this team's very good. Like this FlyQuest team. The other team has Stixay on That's it, so. Uh, for the record, Golden Guardians and FlyQuest, this is like a literal battle for playoffs. Like this, this actually, this game specifically is probably going to decide who make who gets the eighth and final spot, unless one of them shits the bed. Like if Golden Guardians win this, they'll be tied. Like the same record. And they'll have, I believe they'll have the tiebreaker. Let me pull it up real fast. Golden Guardian. Uh, this is actually, so well, like, this is actually for all the marbles, right? More or less. They will tie them in match score, and whoever wins this has the tiebreaker over the other one. So, 
unless one of them wins another one this weekend. Like, let's see who plays. FlatQuest play Immortals. That's winnable for them. Golden Guardians play 100 Thieves and Immortals. All right, so they both play Immortals this weekend. FlatQuest play CLG. Oh, man, FlatQuest my 3-0. Oh, God. FlatQuest play CLG, Immortals, and Golden Guardians this weekend. I think for CLG to, to make it, they have to go 3-0 and have GGS and FlyQuest lose every game except for whoever wins G- this one. Like someone's allowed to win this one, and then after that, they have to all lose. It's something like that. I think I think they need G- Actually, I think they need I think they need GGS to beat FlyQuest, and then and then yeah, everybody loses out, and they go through zero. Like yeah, whatever. How crazy is act- it that CLG is the last team in the league? Sorry. <laughs> CLG since their gameplay makes me want to go to sleep. CLG versus B5, best of three, make the line. Vince, John, Prime, um, that order, go. Off the board. <laughs> uh, V5 minus 150. That's actually exactly what I had. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Dude, minus 150. Like... See, now I want to look. See, now I, I want to look. I can actually do this. Let me see. What do you got for me, Prime? I got nothing. You asked me V5 versus who? CLG Dude, versus I think, V5. I think CLG might be favorite, oh. which is fucking depressing. <laughs> <clears throat> which roster of V5 are we getting? <laughs> this Does morning? Really matter. Does it matter? Does anything matter? Uh, I'm, I think CLG are favorites, dude. Like, yeah, I think CLG are favorites. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Minus one twelve of open. I don't know. I, I can't. I can't. I, can't I like that. I like the cop out. I'm here for it. CLG better adjusted goal differential for a minute. That's my. That's my. I'll hang my hat on that. <laughs> this team is so bad. Holy fuck. <laughs> anyway. Um... Let's get out of this. Dignitas minus 164, CLG plus 124. Dignitas, Dignitas looked a lot better last week. I, this team is so temperamental, though, dude. Like, I, I feel like when they're on, they, they said it on the broadcast, but, like, if you look at this team, like, their wins are dominant. Like, they completely shit on people when they win. It's just everything else that's the problem. I feel like I'm just not taking Dignitas at minus 164. It's like a little bit to me. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to keep bringing up old wounds. All right, any, any, any. It's probably Dignitas. I think I'm gonna pass that one. Oh, whatever. Saturday we've got RNG minus two away against Rare Adam plus one fifty three. I already bet Rare Adam in this spot mostly because I think, like RNG have been a lot better. I think RNG are rounding into form pretty well. Um. It is really interesting to me. I, I kind of wrote on this this morning because, or this afternoon because they play tomorrow morning. The timing of this is really interesting, isn't it? Like they're bringing in Uakai. Uh, was it Uakai? Uakai? I forget. Uakai. Yeah. They're bringing in Uakai to play tomorrow against whatever garbage thing they're playing tomorrow. Uh, Thunder Talk, right? E-T. So playing against Thunder Talk tomorrow, they're bringing Uakai in. RNG are seven and five. They're currently in ninth place, and. Like, it's not unrealistic that they don't make playoffs, and they're still doing this. I'm uh, I'm going to be on the other side That's of you on fair. this one. Like, it makes sense. Uh, 
I think the I think the hidden secret is RNG is actually the best team in the LPL. I think they're one of the best teams in the LPL. The like their stats this month are incredible. They they had like a tough start to the season, but their stats this season are like they're clearly the best team in the LPL. And so I think they're like they're messing around in, in this matchup against Thunder Talk tonight. I think they're going to come out and that's, put an absolute beating that's on totally Bear Adam. I think. Um, I I mean for what it's worth, this was pretty close. Like I, th- I think I had this like minus one seventy plus one thirty or something like that. I just took the small change on RA, but I think for me right now, them and FPX are are the, if I'm betting futures, I think RNG futures is the spot I'm pretty happy with. If uh, if I have the only RNG teams futures. I'd, I'd bet futures on would be FPX and EDG. I think they're the two best teams in the league. R- R- I think I think, I think RNG is like definitely RNG is probably my third, but. I just have this real strong feeling that EDG is definitely getting beaten in the playoffs. I like I I would not bet futures on them if you gave me like plus five hundred. I would bet on it. the numbers, but yeah, I mean, I I think it is sort of settling. I I think by the end of the season, those are your three elite teams. Like I think that's already the case right now. I do think they're the three elite teams. Yeah, that's reasonable. Uh, but I legitimately think Rare Adam might actually just be the next best team, like the fourth best team in the league. Like I don't think that's crazy to say. Or like, if if you want, if no, you want to go ahead and great. say like that next tier after those elite three teams is like, you know, all pretty similar. You can just take your pick. I think Rare Adam been the most consistent one, which is isn't that wild to say a little bit? Like, I think they've been more consistent than Sooning. I think they've been more consistent than Team We. And I legitimately think they're better than uh, maybe Top Esports is the is the only one I'd I'd have to hesitate a little bit. I don't know. The real shakeup this season has just been the complete fall from grace of Top Esports, JDG, Invictus. Like all we, those teams. Have we just didn't talk about three six nine starting season. tomorrow for top two, but you know, true, who, true. Who the hell knows what's? I also think that like some of these teams are suffering from just this meta game being wild, and then other teams are just benefiting a lot. Like not not necessarily like in favor of all oh, the the champion pools are fit for this team, but like. I think you're seeing some teams just get completely blown out in games they had no business losing. And it's hard to think about that. Like, it's hard to step back and look at a 50,000-foot view of, like, like how many games have Top lost this season that they had no business losing just because they lost a random fluky fight? Like, there's been a handful of them. So I, I kind of think Top might be – I don't want to call them a sleeping giant because I don't think they're quite as good as those elite teams, but, like, Look at the players on this team. Like this, this this team could turn it on at any given time. They just get hot. They're the best team in the league, right? So it's kind of weird. I think a lot of these like second tier, like this that next tier of teams in the LPL are like that, where it's like oh, they could turn it on at any given point. But I, I can definitely see the RNG side in this, though, John. Like just a real back in, Josh. What do you? Where are you at on this one? This league makes me angry. Yeah. That's where I'm at on this one. I think I think I would just take the plus money, but I de- I definitely see where John's coming from. Um, I think it's just tough to really get an accurate peg. I think crying has been a, a screaming issue for me, but they've been able to overcome it. So I don't really know how to discount yeah. that against these better teams. And I have been thinking that Rare Adams a little bit overperforming for what I think, but again, like it's hard to bet against those teams that are consistently doing it. So I don't know, um, but. Yeah, I, I think I'll honestly probably just pass this. But if I had to take a side, I'd probably just say take the plus. Quick money side question for you guys: Who's been the best mid laner in the LPL this split? 
Doinby. Yeah, Doinby. I think, think, think Zika is in the conversation. Doinby. The next yeah. guy in the conversation. I think Doinby's number one, though, for I sure. Think, I still wouldn't rule out Knight. Of course, you put all those guys behind Icon. I mean, I assume we're just assuming he's number one no matter what. <laughs> well, I need to see Icon in his, like, cosplay. Chris, your namesake, stage. plus 514 against top esports minus 1,000. This is... Are top going to give us, like, the ultimate drama sweat? And run through the loser. They're going to lose this game and then have to win some games, sneak in, get like the ninth seed, and then run through loser's bracket to warm up. <laughs> I think they win this series, but I just don't trust. I don't trust Top Esports for a 2 0. I'm yeah. just going to end up passing. We're going to get series, to see them this morning. I might. Thursday morning, so. It, if I was going to bet this match, I think I would do Ultra Prime plus one and a half, but I don't think I'm going to bet. I'm just going to pass. Ultra Prime's been pretty bad, too. Hard pass. Hmm. Just this team. Uh, Fun Plus Phoenix minus two hundred four. JDG plus one hundred fifty. I already bet Fun Plus on this one, uh, and it's not because of what's been happening recently with JDG. I just think Fun Plus are the best team in the league. Yeah, I think Fun Plus is really good. This does, man. This feels like the spot, doesn't it? We've haven't we lost maximum faith in JDG? Where Isn't this the spot where they come back and get a win and lose the because next three or something you know, like we've that? Lost all yeah. Faith. Man, yeah, I mean, I want to bet Fun this Plus too. Cheap. I think Fun Plus is probably the bet, but it, yeah, it, it's, it's pretty cheap, and, and FPX is yeah, up it, there it with doesn't it doesn't feel cheap teams. when like I I think just in general as a community, I think there we like there's an issue with price memory, right? Where like you see a team for so long, I, I, we're like hardened by you know seasons and seasons and seasons of seeing this stuff, and like you you got to have some faith in your your prior result like you you want to have some faith and trust in what you've seen and it regressing to that in some way shape or form but i think at some point you also got to look at it and be like okay like in here and now yeah like this is cheap fun plus should be like at least a minus 300 favorite in this contest like at least i i I don't even remember what i made it it was it was more than this a lot more than this so yeah i I already bet fun plus like i do, i do i basically go ahead and look ahead at everything and just do like a quick glance through while the limits are low and like i already hit fpx on this one it was just a really cheap price i just gets up to like 250 by the end of the week so you want to get this now um especially because people like probably haven't looked at this yet and they're as soon as they do on like friday afternoon or friday like after the matches are done friday or saturday morning when their lec money's done or whatever everyone's gonna look to the I was gonna look to the the you know Saturday morning matches for this and be like, oh yeah, JDG got their shit kicked in last week, and then this is gonna you know fly in for FPX. So if you like JDG, I would wait. If you like FPX, I would get in now. Uh, LCK, I agree with that. I'm sorry, Josh, Chris, do you guys have anything on this one? Alright, not for me. I mean, G- G- what JDG does best, FPX does it better. Um. Saturday in the LCK, we got uh, T1 minus 370, Brion plus 285. Brion to take a game is at minus 115. That's same for T1 to sweep. I'm going to pass this one. I'm I'm not really betting minus 1.5 very often this year. I just feel like it's the it's too close and too variant right now for me to bet minus 1.5, and, and I don't really want to pay yeah. minus 370 either. Um, I'm probably going to end up playing some kind of derivative in this one. Like, to, like, probably Brion first dragon, always. The th- yeah. Yes, I agree with that. And T, T1, T1 kill spreads yeah. could be good, too. 
Um, I actually wrote, I wrote on this today, but um, something that I've I've kind of picked up on, like an actual like an actual actionable trend, is uh, LCK first game time total overs, kill total unders, and underdog kill spreads. Like all three of them have been profitable this season, like a lot, like big time profitable. So specifically, map one. Uh, the vast majority of the under or the overtimes overtime totals have been in game one. Like like it's like seventy percent. It's huge, and then kill total unders. Most of them have been in game one also, and makes sense that if the unders have been hitting, then the kill the kill spreads are going to be in favor of the underdogs. People getting the points just like you'd see in any sport. So um, I might end up doing a little bit of that here, but I, I do think T one are probably going to smash this. I agree with you, John. Like, it's – there's enough parity, especially in the LCK, there's enough parity that, like, it's it feels bad betting 2-0s in general. But I, I do think T1 are probably going to get it done here. Josh? I just don't – this league has been legit no touch for me. I can't get anything right in this league, so I just have been all hands off. I think it's fine to take any shots here. Like, T1's super variant to me. Um, Brion's been able to come through in some underdog spots, but, like, I'm just not touching it. I, I can't get it right to yeah. my damn life. It's been tough for me. I'm not even going to front. It's it's, it's brutal, man. Like I, I, I think, like, that's just my initial take. Like, I might end up doing the research on this and just be like, yeah, I, I can't come up with a reason to justify it and pass on a side and play something else. But, yeah, it certainly feels like T1-2-0. But that's been the case with a lot of spots this season in this league. So, uh, DRX plus 262, Afrika minus 333. The one constant in the LCK is DRX sucks. So just <laughs> take Afrika here. Yeah, a freaking minus one and a half at even money uh, feels, feels pretty good to me in this one. And I don't like minus one and a half. There's something feels pretty just good to me. so nice about home cooking, you know? Yeah, you, you, you've been traveling the world. You've been away. Maybe you were away at college or school or something like that. And you come home and, you know, whatever comfort food works for you, you know, mom's got it cooking all the way when you when you, when you you walk in the door. And there's in – a, in a tumultuous time – in 2021 summer in the LCK, the one constant we have is that DRX blows. So let's <laughs> let's everybody everybody in on this together so that we get blown out and they win 2-0. All right. <laughs> um, this is a 2-0 I'm all about, by the way. Yeah, I'm not a fan yeah. of the minus one and a half, but this is a spot yeah. I'll take. This feels cheap. Afrika's been kind of yeah, it does feel cheap, and Afrika has been kind of one of the more consistent yeah. teams in the league. They're, they're not one of the best teams, but I think they're, they're one of the more consistent teams. And they do a little bit of everything too, which is what I like about Afrika. They're not one dimensional, which is cool. So, um, I dude Keen might just one v nine this game. We'll see. He's been kind of he's been kind of in Keen mode recently, where he's just been popping off a little bit. All right, LEC Saturday, SK Gaming plus 213 against Misfits minus 303. I forgot to mention this before we went into Friday, but keep in mind playoff elimination situations. Um, I always We always make a note of this at the end of every season where if you end up with a game where there – it doesn't always happen. Not everybody carries it this way, but if you end up in a game where both teams are eliminated and they're not playing for anything, sometimes you get a little bit of clowning around. 
So maybe you want to bake some of that into your evaluation of the game. Uh, not always, like don't don't assume it's going to happen because not everybody treats it that way. But you know, maybe it loosens up a little bit. Kill total overs, that kind of thing. Maybe you see a weird pick. I think almost universally the over becomes good. Not necessarily like we don't get pure clown fiestas like we used to, where it's like yeah, fifty to forty-two or whatever support, very often. You know. Yeah, we, we don't get that anymore, but it's almost universally yeah, and, a lot looser. Just a lot more, like, in-lane fighting and... And, and there's almost always, like, like a single weird pick. And... Yeah, and they're going to contest, like, every Drake. Like, they're just not going to leave it alone because they can just try to outplay it. Like, that kind of stuff. It's not, like, yeah. full Fiesta like it used to be, but I still think overs on matches where the teams can't move in position... Players playing is, for is pretty, highlight reels valuable. for, you know, you know contract yeah. stuff next season, so... Just keep that in mind because we're in the last weeks here in the LEC and the LCS. So, uh, SK Gaming plus two thirteen, Misfits minus three hundred three. I Misfits been a way better team, but SK looked okay last weekend, and this is a big number in a best of one. So, maybe Misfits kill spreads. They do tend to dominate when they win. Yeah, it feels like Misfits kill spreads are just yeah. pass one or the other. Yeah, I got nothing to add to that. Misfits. Yeah, this slate is kind of ugly. A lot of passes. Vitality plus two sixteen. Rogue minus three or three. Rogue no a little less good on the kill spread, generally speaking, but uh, they're also way more consistent in just like how they play the game. So like, I actually, I actually might lay Rogue money line here. I know Vitality have these spike performances, and they're kind of a scary underdog to bet against, but like. This road, this road team is just way too fundamentally sound. It's it's you got to be really fucking good to beat this team. Like unless they fuck around, I, I actually I, I might actually lay the money line here. I don't always put a lot of value on it at all, but it, this is really might be a spot where where Rogue might not be playing for very much point. against Vitality, playing for That's their good their lives. We might see something a little screwy from Rogue, just like a, you know, attempting a new strategy. You, that or something might, that's, like that. that's good enough reason for me to just lay off this one. That's a good point. Thank you for bringing that up. In, this is an interesting one. Uh, Fnatic minus 105, Mad minus 127. Why the fuck are Mad Lions favored here? Yeah, I don't know what's what's going on with the books. This and is Mad EG with, love was it. It TSM, was it, last week? Where they were underdogs or whatever? Like, Yeah, I mean, I guess Mad Lions is on a three-win streak. Like, they're... No. You know what it is. The end of the season, in theory, like but... Elo-based models are going to see it. They beat Rogue last week, and by the way, that could be. Yeah, I'm not even going to talk about that game. The shit was triggering, but <laughs> whatever. They they did do some good yeah, things. Yeah, like quite a bit like playing defense wise, which is not something that team does well usually. So it was kind of cool to see that, but I also think that Rogue just fucked that up pretty badly. Um, how the f- I- I'm tired of seeing. Look. If you're going to do the Kalista thing, and there are teams that are good at it, right? I think the champion's very powerful right now. If you're going to do the Kalista thing, you damn well better be dragon stacking. Or, if you're going to do the swap at top, secure the Herald, take the top tower, swap it back down, you need to get the next, like, four dragons. Like, you have enough... I don't give a shit if it's Kalista or not. If you have a 6k gold lead, you shouldn't lose that game. They 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 yeah, sure. dicked around a little too much and I've had to go back and look at it again. But I remember like I'll have to pull my notes up. I wrote down notes on that match and it was just like they. I think it was like the second herald. They were just like putzing around doing nothing. Like they just had they just like completely lost pace in the game and that was all that was all Mad Lions needed. So 
um, fanatic here, right? Yeah, fanatic for Maddie. G2 minus 357, Schalke plus 248. G2 kill spreads? Yeah, I, I wouldn't hate you if you wanted to take Schalke at plus 250 with with the ups and downs that G2 have had, but I don't think I'm going to end up doing it. Me? As much as I hate Schalke, aren't they the team that always find a way to, like, psychologically beat, beat yeah, out the G2? The, kings, the Kingslayers or whatever. And they did it with Kira E2 yeah. this year, earlier this year, I think. And that's, <laughs> like, I don't know. My mind is scrambled just thinking about how they just able to pull that off. Uh, I might take G2 on the kill spread. Um, or something else. I don't know. I'll have to look at the derivatives for this one. Down for, I'd be down for either G2 kill spreads or the under in this game. What if game you do look at G2 road well. parlay? Or G2 misfits fade yeah. the bottom of the table parlay? I don't know. We'll see. Um, Stralis yeah. plus 103, XL minus 125. I'm going to take XL here. I think they've actually been okay recently. I'm bu- I'm not buying Astralis. Uh, did XL lock in their playoff spot? I think they were talking about playing very um, close to that. This is going to be a really important match for them. Yeah. Those teams are tied. XL and Astralis are tied right now. And so I, I like I like XL here, and I like Maybe XL to make two. the playoffs. I think I might be the loner on Astralis because I still want that Astralis 3-0 weekend. I mean, if Astralis wins the day before and then XL wins this one, they'll be tied going into the last day. So I guess Astralis does have an easier matchup on the last day, but XL also has G2 in the final day of the season, which is not necessarily historically G2's best day yeah. of the year. I would just say, historically, games like this that are like big rubber matches... I think, honestly, probably one of the more favorable spots you'll find on the board is, like, an under situation. Absolutely, 100%. Teams tend to play a lot kill more tight under. when there's Time that big of stakes. Over. Time total yeah, over is probably over. a lot. Yeah, sorry, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I yeah. like both those bets um, a lot. So that, just something to keep in mind. That's I think a lot of people tend to think, like, late in the season teams get wild and they forget these situations where, like, hey, both teams are actually playing for their lives here. Um, we're likely to see a lot less risk taking. We're probably likely to see a 20 minute game with four kills. And now, because I said that, <laughs> but but like those are the type of situations you run into a lot more often um, in these types of situations yeah. than these rubber matches. I'm just quick looking up the time total real quick. You want to no, just give me one second to me one second to do this? Um, let me see. What was this? XL. Astralis, yep. 32 over, yeah, 30 over 32 of minus 130 feels really nice. Um, yeah, I mean, I like if, that. you know, if one of these teams smashes, then you, you know, you weren't going to win the, you weren't going to win the under any, or under or the over on the time total either way. So I like Excel on the over. We'll see. Saturday in the LCS, we got 100 Thieves minus 286, Golden Guardians plus 206. That was a passer for me. Uh, this would be a hundred thieves position, I think, but there is also that chance where this is like the kitchen sink game for Golden Guardians, depending on how Friday goes. So that makes me a little less, a uh, little more, a little more hesitant to go against them. 
that, that's kind of how I treat these kind of situations. It's like I, I don't I don't necessarily like make it make or break a handicap on it, but it's like if I was if I was kind of like neutral in a position, not particularly bullish or bearish in a, in a spot, like and it's a tiebreaker or a reason to avoid a spot, that's how I'll use these kind of things. Like if I think it's a strong enough case for it, right? Um, Dignitas plus two twenty, Cloud Nine minus three twelve. That's another dude. One it's for me weird because Dig, Dignitas are like in no man's land. Like they have no reason to play. Like I don't think they can advance their position. They can't really they can fall, fall. They can't fall out. They can fall. They to can't seven, really move up. Which actually matters because that's yeah. Seven's bracket. the worst case. So like, I would expect them to be game turkey for this one. Like they're going to be playing, but. I also think Clyde not. I also think True, I also playing think for Clyde jobs as well. Yeah. Better, so. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's just a pass for me. C nine should win, but yeah, uh, you know what? I, whatever. If you can get over, if you can get more than a seven and a half kill spread on Dignitas, I think that's worth looking at. That's been kind of the key number this season. Immortals minus one forty nine. FlyQuest plus one thirteen. Take a chance on Fly here. Oh, okay. We're on the opposite is... end. I believe in Darduck, the Darduck <laughs> power spike. I actually think this is probably pretty close to market. Like, I think. Yeah, it's yeah, another pass. I, 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 I make a this passy day for me. market, and that's with FlyQuest filtered for just. Uh, so what I have on the sheet, by the way, is from last week because I didn't update this stuff yet. But I did uh, on my end filter FlyQuest just to look since they switched to the Academy roster because I think they've looked like a new team. Uh. With that factored in, this is right on market. Like, Immortals are right about this much of a favorite. So, CLG plus two forty two, TSM minus three forty five. CLG would win this game, right? This would be a, a nice win for. It's probably not going to happen, but if you're looking for narratives, this would be a nice win for Hotshot GG and the CLG organization because TSM shits on them all the time it's on the like old, social media and stuff. And if, and if CLG if CLG beats them here, it, it could stop them from claiming the number one seed. Like, I mean, one and two are the same as far as the bracket, but just the title of winning the league, like being the best regular season team, CLG beating them here could hey, knock it it's, out of it's knock that away from TSM. Right. Yeah, which hasn't really been an El Clasico in a while, but there is like there's some nice motivation for CLG here, even outside of Yo, making the playoffs. We didn't like we didn't talk TSM about it. Can we bit. can we all just give some props for CLG picking themselves up off the floor in? Just the most doomed mental situation, and actually having a decent week last week. Like seriously, like I thought I was I was impressed. Yeah, they they played like, fine last week. I was I was legitimately impressed. I was like, you know what, good for you guys. I was really happy for them. So that said, I think DSM probably smashes. This, but we'll see. This is a big number. This is a big number. Yeah, dude. I don't. I don't. I... Yeah, this is far. I don't want to side. I want game time over. Both I like that. Dragons over. Yep, I agree. Around. Dragons under in every other league. Dragons over here. <laughs> yeah, there's been. I really think that uh, if I had focused more early in this season on on those types of bets rather than money lines, uh, I think I'd be having a better year. My my year has actually been pretty solid, but I think there's been a lot more value in those places considering yeah, how variant dude, the you, money if lines. If you look at my PNL, that's like spelled out clear as fucking day. Like it's not even close. That's why I've been doing that more. As I've gone over the, as the years gone on, I'm getting less away from sides and more toward, like just 
a lot of the stuff I'm doing is like is is like league wide macro based betting essentially where it's like okay like I look at the league and league wide you know tower you know tower unders or overs are consistently underpriced by like six percent or four percent or whatever it happens to be and I'll look and be like okay what teams are the exceptions what teams are the exceptions against certain types of teams and if those are the cases you avoid those matchups otherwise you're blanket betting everything more or less. And I've been doing a lot of that kind of thing. It's it's kind of hard to tell because I write day by day. But if you, like, go back and look day by day, you'll see it's like, oh, like, this week I was just smashing tower total unders. And this week I was smashing dragon total overs and stuff like that. So one thing I have noticed, this is kind of like something that's a takeaway. The cat's kind of out of the bag on this one. I wrote about it last week. But uh, since patch 11.13, which was where they introduced the gold for the, the tier 2 towers, uh, tower total overs across the world are up, like, way up. Because people are less worried they're, they're less worried about getting a second dragon that's why dragon totals are down also it kind of goes hand in hand um because of that teams are willing to take more risks to get this the goal from the second tower they try to get a second herald charge they'll sell they'll cross map and try to sell out to get a top laner gold for a second tower stuff like that so i think there's been like something like 0.7 towers taken per game more besides the LPL, which is still just the most lopsided shit ever because nobody knows how to play any defense. So, um, yeah, just interesting. Check the, check my articles at the esports department because I've been kind of sprinkling a little of this stuff into my daily write-ups every day. So, um, where were we on this? Uh, oh, EG minus EG 124 TL. TL minus 127. Why the fuck is TL favored? <laughs> yeah, it feels, yep. I, I like that, Josh. Yeah, EG uh, should be favored here by any metric. I mean, EG's, like, by, by our metrics that we use, uh, are one of the best yeah. teams in the world right now, actually, by, by those metrics. Obviously, you have to consider strength competition, but there's just no no world in which they should not be favored against PSM. I make this, this minus spot. 189 and, uh, for EG, so take, take that for what you will. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, this, yeah, is, this, like a this, this is pick of the week. I, I'm just going to go ahead and make it pick of the week, I think. Oh, did he? Josh already <laughs> did. Damn it. He's too good. He's too Perfect. good! The EG yeah, guy. Right. I can't take your brain from you. I am going to go ahead and put a wager in on this right now, though. <laughs> um, where are we? Oh, uh, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. OMG, plus 106, LGD, minus 141. This is another one where it's like, why is this team favored? I actually disagree, Vince. I'm going to smash LGD. I do I, for what it's for what it's worth. I have these teams next to each other, so this is OMG or pass. Unless you can unless you can convince me otherwise. It was the. It was well. I just in the second half of the season, OMG just hasn't been very good. Their win over JDG for me caught me very off guard. There, but OMG's metrics in the second half of the season have not been good. Yep. They came out to a firing start with with uh, everyone talking about cream and everything. Since then. They've been pretty mediocre. I do agree with the broadcast last night that Cream's champion pool is something that people are not exposed like ex- exposing as much as they should. Um, I think LGD is going to come out here just, and crush. This is this is less to do with OMG and more to do with LGD for me, where it's like I just don't think this team's very good either. Like, I think they should win here, but there's no way. Like, I, I don't think they should be. This should be an even money series. That's the way I look at it. And so I played a value and take OMG as my pick of the week. Um, 
it seems like you know they should be more closer to even than like a 141 favorite for LGD. But so John, I locked up LGD for you, and you might as well take the minus 1.5. That's <laughs> plus two of three right there. I like it. Yeah, I, I, these two teams are like right next to each other in pretty much everything. So I'm, yeah, this is underdog or bust for me, Josh. Yeah, you down for some bottom of the table LPL action? Actually, not even bottom of the table. These are playoff teams. No. God damn it! <laughs> uh, just, I mean, look. No, I can I say no to OMG or eight and six guys. <laughs> I'm saying no to both teams, and then, and then I'm moving on to the next match, and also saying next no match. to both teams because there's the next match is yeah. team what on Sunday. Yeah, he never plays that game, kind of game. He doesn't. Can you bet, like, top lane solo kill overs? Because that's what I want to bet in oh the next game. That's <laughs> the Shy versus Breeze is going to be a fucking bloodbath. <laughs> against Invictus Gaming, plus 133. We'll say WWE to sweep is at plus 169. This has... You know what this... this I think this match is just going to be three lopsided games. I know that's, like, a super weird, like, specific prediction to make, but, like, I feel like this is just going to be three stomps, and it's whoever gets the one, whoever gets the second one wins. I don't know how IG is going to react to being, will they be eliminated here? Uh, ooh. Are they, are so, they out, or are they, they sh- if they lose this one, I think oh, no, they're if they out. lose this one. Because they're, they're they, but... they aren't, yeah. They, they I mean, even if they win out, they're going to, like, eight and eight. They have to basically. They have to go two o two o two o, and other. They have teams to go two o two o two o. JDG, and then they they need some help. Yeah, other teams. As long as they're still alive, I guess. I mean, I, I'm not sure how I think Invictus would react to being That's... eliminated. Like, if I think that that will loosen them up and they might be better, or if it's like mental boom. They, have, they like haven't the missed the playoffs. Like been one of the best teams. So. Yeah, so I don't know how they're going to react if when they get eliminated. Yeah, that stat was mind-boggling. It was like 1,400 days or something. 2,500 days. Yeah, or yeah, it was 2014. Yeah, so yeah, with seven. So, I don't know, man. Wild. Like, numbers-wise, this is a slam-dunk WE spot, but they've been kind of shaky, too, so it's like. WE money line feels all right. I don't think I would bet the minus one and a half. The only argument for betting the minus one and a half for me is that if if WE winning game one eliminates Invictus from playoffs, it be, then it, it might be, be smart to bet time, the minus one and a half. But it might also be the Shy Quinn time, so <laughs> or the or the Shy <laughs> yeah. main, and he just goes like nine or no, they lose game one, get eliminated from playoffs, and just completely obliterate the next two games off the back of the Shy carrying with like you know Callista and Vane in the top lane or something stupid like that, right? <laughs> pretty sure it'll be. I'm pretty sure the Shy. The way you don't know, Vince, and this is this is a well kept secret. Industry secrets. The people think, yeah, people think the shy is some sort of trend setting, meta setting top laner. But really, what he's been doing is keeping track of John's solo queue Smurf accounts. And so, what we're actually going to see come out here is some tech that nobody has ever even thought of. And I'm talking tank Ooh, Lux after shot Lux. Lane, Let's go. Okay? Tank Lux. Yeah, I did bust that out the other day, yeah. <laughs> We're talking Lux Ultimates doing two damage. That's what I'm talking about here. Okay. 
tanked Lux top lane here. That game was hilarious. I was like literally <laughs> healing people with my ultimate. Tank Lilia. Tank Lilia is not okay. bad. Like for the record, you've never Tank Lilia is hilarious. I love Tank Lilia. And don't get me started on the tank plank now. The tank plank. Just put. I'm telling you. I, wish some... I had a highlight reel. I need a highlight reel, dude. Of me flashing over the wall into dude, the enemy team because I have Sunfire Agent. We gotta do tank plank, tank plank, plank against flashing my over there we go. Nice. It's nice. But I think I'm, gonna go to I'm gonna go ahead and call Toronto out Upcomer. Please. We're here. We've we've been out in these streets. If you want to listen, feel free. They won't though. Get dumpstered. Yes, please. I want to. I want to. I want to say. I want to say some other shit because I don't want to get want to get clipped out of context. Josh, uh, what, what do you think I would call them? What? Same thing. I'm going to call them right now. Goddamn cowards! But but I will say I, I need them to wait approximately seven more days for reasons that do not need to be. Oh, <laughs> okay, oh John, low magic reference. Cowards can't block warriors. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. Um, Ultra Prime. I'll be getting a heavy, heavy dose of Chris's namesake here tonight. Plus two seventy five against Billy Billy minus four seventeen. Dude, Billy Billy keep getting better and better as the season goes on, man. I actually think they might be like a dark horse to do some kind of weird playoff run. Zika Zika is just playing out of his fucking mind right now. He's been so good this season, so Yeah, he's been great. Been um, great. Perfect meta for him. This team's starting to come together. It like this is literally a team where you can like see it building up. Clearly has some struggles. Fucking years, years in the making of BLG listen, being decent. BLG had a fourth place team, like last year. <laughs> I think they were fourth last spring or something like that. So maybe that was twenty eighteen. I forget or twenty nineteen. Anyway, I, I, I think BLG take care of business here. BLG sweep minus one sixteen. Yeah, I think so too. That felt too easy. Maybe that's pick of the week. Yeah, yeah I do like that spot quite a bit on this hmm. card. Sunday, we have like LEC on Sunday because it's super weak. Astralis, plus 115 against Vitality, minus 152. Oh, LCK. Wait, LCK. LCK. We can rush Omelette, it, but there is another Nongshim, minus 263. Kind of similar reasoning. Yeah, similar reasoning Talk to the Sandbox before. one, except it depends more on how bullish you are on Hanwha Life. I'm not bullish on Hanwha Life, but I think I'll still definitely. I think, I think it's probably a bet them, but it's like one of those spots. This, yeah, really exactly. Bad. Like this, this one feels like a close your eyes special. The sandbox one doesn't to me. This, by the way, when I was saying earlier that I just can't get this league right. I mean, this is this team and a freak. I've been two of the largest offenders where it's like, and and Nongshim on the other side where it's like, hey, look, these this team's overperforming. These two are underperforming. Like, hey, where's yep. the regression? I'm going to keep betting and like. I just keep taking hits, so like it's been that very was frustrating. My LPL until basically this week. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, dude, is yo check this line? Sandbox plus one and a half, Hamwa plus one and a half, parlay. That's not bad. And then you also do the money lines and the minus one point fives, the fade Nongshim parlays, the fade Nongshim round robin. Let's go. <laughs> um. This one's a little tougher to stomach, but you're also getting a better number, which makes you feel a little bit better about it. I think Chovy could steal a game by himself, right? 
I, the, the plus one and a half feels good for him. Um, damn one. Minus 435. KT Rolster plus 337. Damn one are... Quietly, slowly, but surely rounding into form. But this is likely going to be a must win for K- so KT are in like kind of like the must win, must win back to backs here. Uh, yeah, like they they have to not necessarily win out, but the teams ahead of them I think are better than them, like at least a little bit. And they're two matches down from sixth place, which is a freaker currently. Yeah, it feels tough but for KT they, to get I in mean, there from here. KT's not a bad team, and like we've been talking about in the LCK, like you, you, these big favorites, it's really tough to justify it, right? Yeah, I don't. The minus one and a half, I don't think, or the or the money line, I think I passed the game, but I do agree with you. I think damn one. I think despite the standings, the only two teams I think, for me personally, right now, have a shot to win the LCK is damn one and T one. I don't think Gen G is going to get it done. I don't think Nong Shim's going to get it done in the playoffs. And I have a really hard time yeah. seeing Sandbox or Afrika. Like if, who, if you had, if it you feels had like to it's pick damn water, you want to be Gen G, probably. I mean, I, I, I do think Gen G's struggling recently. The players but, are just too good. Uh, it's like it probably, I'd have it probably to go with them. them third. How about yeah. Because I actually think I actually think it's Sandbox. Sandbox. Yeah, I think Sandbox. I, think sandbox I actually think it's over. I, I, I think a Frisco and Nongshim are real close for me as far as like who's fifth. I like literally think Nongshim might actually just be like sixth. (laughs) Like I I think there's a reasonable chance that they're just, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm delusional, but it's close, right? Like that's what's so wild about this. Yeah. That's how Uh, I feel about it. It's it's too big a number for Damwon, which sounds weird because getting anything reasonable on Damwon, it just feels weird, but you gotta be real again. Like we were saying earlier with this season, like, I think definitely KT first map kill spread because it's going to be like seven and a half. And I think KT, I'm probably going to be on KT here. I think the number is just too good. And if they lose, then so be it. KT to take a map at even money seems good. Um, okay, LEC, Australis, again, Factor in your elimination matches and stuff like that. Maybe look to the overs once you know what's going on. Not necessarily always, but worth considering. Stralis, plus 115. Vitality, minus 152. You know what this has written all over it, dude? This has has a Stralis clinch playoffs. Vitality go out with a whimper for maximum disappointment. (laughs) Or... Vitality is already eliminated from playoffs, but then eliminates Astralis from playoffs, which is actually something that I think is yeah, maybe kind of likely reasonable. here. If this becomes a must-win game for Astralis, yeah, 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 I was going to say, if this becomes a must-win for Astralis, they're snap losing, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, does they this team feel like, like, when, like they're loosey-goosey and that's like their strength? And then once the pressure's going to be on, they're just going to like choke? I don't know. It was interesting anyway. Rogue minus 435 against SK Gaming plus 285. Strong chance there's nothing on the line in this one as well. Yeah, this feels like yeah. a, a total's over here. Kill Mad total Misfits over. could mean something, but probably won't. Yeah, likely to not be playing for anything there and also feels, especially with Mad Lions involved, yeah. like Mad a kill total Misfits. over. 
they're just battling to swap third and fourth, which basically doesn't mean anything. So there's a chance that there's just some limit testing or screwing around in this one. Oh yeah, over. I mean, the over the total and that's going to be very high, but I would still lean toward overs. Um, yeah, I think XL I'm going plus two eighty three against G two yep. minus four seventeen. Final day of the regular season special, the fade G two on the last day. This this game reeks of if XL wins, they make the playoffs, and G two clowns around and beats them. That this game just reeks of Is that. This G two. Uh, by the way, G two are set up to gatekeep in this spot. Meaning, and what I mean by that is they can kind of choose. I think there's a reasonable chance that this is a Stralis and XL tied or something like that, depending on how the previous match ends up. And if it ends up being a situation where I think if Excel win on, win on Saturday and they're still tied, but they have the tiebreaker, G2 could maybe, you don't want to talk about this sort of thing, but if they would rather have a Stralis in the playoffs than, the, than XL, They'd be incentivized to, uh, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I think they're yeah, going to mess around too, here no matter but... what. But I kind of think they're just going to mess around and eliminate XL. <laughs> Cannon bot. Yeah, it feels like maybe a thing. I, I could see betting XL at, like, plus 300. It's a pretty big number, and G2 is likely to not have much on the line for this match, and it's likely to be winning in for XL, or at least reasonable chance. You're taking kind of a risk betting it now. Because if XL loses to Astralis on Saturday, then like this match is probably for nothing. Uh, I guess how much? But like, I guess if it's for nothing, much, I like XL even more. If XL are out, like I don't think it's going to move that much. I don't think so, and I, I think I like XL more. Yeah, if they're ABG, eliminated. Yeah, here. because the, then I mean Fiesta games can go anyway, and this could be. Super I love Fiesta XL. I love kill total over. I love XL yeah. kill spreads. I love XL money line. Yeah, that's one concept I wanted to touch on on this show specifically is that a lot of times the, the narrative around these late games uh, games is like, hey, if they have something to play for, then you should be betting on them. And if they don't have anything to play for, you shouldn't be betting on them. When in reality, a lot of times it's actually the opposite. Pressure. Uh, meaning that if they do have something to play for, a lot of times they're going to be playing a lot tighter. They, they're more – I mean, if you're playing tight, if you're playing stressed out, you're more apt to make mistakes. And, and if you're playing for nothing, a lot of times, hey, you're relaxed. I mean, we saw with, I think, Vitality last year. In their last game of the split, they played some ridiculously terrible comp with, like, LeBlanc, Renekton, and, and in a meta where LeBlanc was not really playable. Game. And they came out and smashed. Yeah, and so, yep. uh, like, that's the type of situations where I think people, the narrative around that stuff is typically just, in, frankly, incorrect. Um, and those are spots you should be looking to take advantage of because the market and uh, – a lot of times the more general public yeah. betters are going to be kind of in that spot. And that applies to DFS as well. Um, so don't don't discount take, these take teams the that have nothing to play for because they actually a lot of times take a lot more, you know, play a lot more loose. Don't, more don't, don't try to logic it out. I agree, I agree. Like take the, take the low-hanging fruit like kill total overs more or less. Like don't, 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 try, to, don't try to necessarily yeah, like, like narrative your way into a side, you know. Like if the number is too big, the number is too big, regardless of. What's I think going it's on. like, but the kill total stuff. I think actually there's there's something to that, right? So, outside of Astralis Vitality, I think this is just the kill total over in every yeah. series. Going into the last one, Fnatic yeah. and Shalka, that's like pretty much Fnatic guaranteed to not be for anything. Favorites. Fnatic have been just fucking nutty at covering the kill spread this split. Let me see if I can pull it up real fast. Um, 
Fnatic and Schalke. Uh, you know, this isn't as good as I remember. Never mind. That's why I'm glad I have this. <laughs> uh, Schalke have been terrible against the spread, though. Uh, chance this is just a, a fuck-around game, too. A Fiesta game. Really high chance, I think, but, that uh, at least yeah, that it goes over. The thing is, though, like, the total on this is going to be massive because it's a Fnatic game. I'm going to pull that up right now. We've got Fnatic, Schalke. Kill total is 27.5. Juice to the over. Just... It's probably, it's, I'm taking the over in there for sure. I'm taking the over in those last um, four games. You know what I like more than the actual over is Fnatic over 16 and a half. Yeah. So. Yeah, I like that quite a bit. All right. Uh, LCS. Again, keep an eye on playoff scenarios. The LCS is a little bit less... I guess they're like a little less loose about this kind of like screwing around games. They don't You don't see it as much in the LCS. Just because of how they carry themselves, I guess. But TSM minus 263, Dignitas plus 188. Very strong chance this means nothing. But there's a reasonable chance that TSM lose one of these first two, and now they have to battle to get one of the top two seeds again. If you want to go with that. I don't know, that's kind of that's kind of loose. Yeah. But it's not that unreasonable for them to go too. So... I mean, they have to lose the CLG, but... The benefit we have in the LCS, though, is that the kill totals are significantly lower. So, like, there's a lot lower of a bar to get to. So all you need to do is mess around a little bit, and you get there. So, I I, I actually might just blanket bet the overs in the LCS this, this Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Like, because if it's 23 and a half, like, that's so easy to get to if, if either side is just a little bit loose, you know? Uh, I, I mean, I probably... I don't know, because Dignitas aren't going to give a shit about this one either. There's a strong chance this is this is, this is the actual Fiesta game. Like, TSM doesn't strike me as that kind of team, but it's certainly possible. Maybe you take Dignitas here. Alright. Um, Immortals minus 159, Golden Guardians plus 120. Uh, there's a chance, again, that this is... Right, so this match is going to have implications for... Not as much for Immortals. I mean, they could they could conceivably get to the upper bracket, but Golden Guardians are still going to be fighting for their lives, period, for the year in this one. So I would expect Golden Guardians to throw the sink at this one, just like everything else. I have these two teams fairly similarly rated. Any thoughts on this one? I think kind of they are they are kind of a hot like a hot like a streaky team too like when they get hot they usually they usually string it together for a little bit so it's tough to okay TLC9 TL plus 105 C9 minus 141 another one that wait do not matter do we need to redo the immortals take uh immortals yeah you might as well yeah I mean we can go back and touch on that like so Josh you just like don't want to get in the way of this freight train right like yeah basically what I said about immortals is just look they beat 
they beat the two best teams in the league for my money last week, so it's hard for me to want to get in their way against a team like Golden Guardians or, or any of the other teams that they're playing this weekend. Yeah. Uh, that's just kind of where I'm at, and I think, you know, certainly a case to be made that that's recency bias speaking, but uh, that, I mean, hey, we all have our own biases if that is the case. Yeah. TL Only bias. TL plus I'm... 105, Cloud9 minus 141. Sorry, Chris, what you had? No, I'll just say, uh, I will have to say, if they play at from their game home house, because that's the only common trend I found. They go. start winning when they were playing in their own game house. That's the concept. Uh, I didn't uh, sense that, you know, that beating the EG was more them. It's more so EG shooting themselves in the foot after coming off an emotional win over TSM the previous day. So I wasn't as impressed. But the other win, they, were, they did it very well against TL. Um, with that said, I, I think I might take Golden Guardians in this spot. I don't think that's I don't think that's crazy. Like this is going to be like I mean, there's a chance this sets up for this is Golden Guardians' entire year on the line. Like they they could be done after this match, or they could make playoffs and probably lose in the first round. So uh, then we got TL plus one hundred five, Cloud Nine minus one forty one. This is a this perks is the team. One that, this is the one that feels like it could be the over. This feels like the one. They're probably not going to be playing for a lot here. Yone. And it's all great and perks. This feels like we could go over on this one. Yeah. I almost... I I hate betting sides in these games. I'm just... I, I should just not. I'll I think just save myself over. the headache. You know what I'm saying? Like, this feels way too cheap for Cloud9. <laughs> but there's also a chance that they just don't give a shit about this match. Go with the over, Vince. Come join us. Yeah, I'll go with the over. Like I said, like I might just blanket bet the overs in the LCS this, on Sunday. We'll see. I just want to take a second to say how absurd it is that Cloud9 is minus one. That's what I'm saying. Like, it feels too cheap. Like, I feel like I have no. to bet that. I mean, yes, you agree. So, so there's yes, but I'm just saying compared to EG being minus 104 against Liquid. Yeah, it's true. They have C9 being way better than DG. I I just uh, I don't know. Book Makes prior, me like waiting. Book prior waiting is too much. Yeah, I just speaking man, of EG, that's so disgusting. EG minus 104 against 100 Thieves, minus 127. I like EG. That's a banger of the last game for these two teams. Yeah, the, the two teams that I would say are my two favorite teams to win. Yeah. Playing each are other there, in the last game. There's an outside there chance this is for. This? There's an outside chance that this is for a number one seed or a number two seed, like depending on how Friday and Saturday go for these two. Like EG is two games back, but like it's not that crazy for Hundred Thieves to lose to TSM and like maybe to a desperate Golden Guardians team too. I don't. Know, I guess yeah. Like I, the thing is, like Hundred Thieves, Hundred Thieves has TSM, the toughest schedule, so yeah. it's, it's, it, I think it's a stretch. It's going to be interesting to see how this team, like, treats this week. Because, like, they could maybe not want to show anything and just accept where they're at. Because they can't really move down below fifth. Which I guess kind of matters a little bit. But, uh... Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's a chance they just don't want to show anything in this week. and then Or they show something weird and lose with it or something like that. I don't know. I, I hate getting into too much speculation like that. But like this, like strictly looking at performance this season, I, this is good. EG price wouldn't surprise. The next me one's the real match. Oh my god! Bears, Russian Bears, right? This is the the real match of the week. CLG minus one hundred three against FlyQuest minus one thirty. There's some decent chance that this is for FlyQuest's playoff life. 
that they have to beat CLG in the last game of the season. In that case, I love CLG. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like just a funny situation. Is, I could totally see FlyQuest failing here and losing to CLG. It would be a weird situation to have in. like their entire year on the line and they're playing it with like this hodgepodge roster of like. <laughs> I agree, Bear. I think this is I think this is going to be CLG. I'm not sure I'm betting them at minus one hundred three, but I think CLG is going to win this game. I don't time, know why. I just feel like it. Time total over. Oh, uh, yeah, over. I do like that the Monty show me is something other than like a controlled major acoustic thing. Yo, does this 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 reeks of like a forty five minute seven dragon clown fiesta that's won by a backdoor twisted fate or something stupid like that? Book it. Seven to four. <laughs> and seven to four in kills for me in this game. And CLG started with a seven oh lead. And <laughs> I don't want to bring it up. I don't want to bring it up. Pick of the week. Somebody open up because I went with Sandbox plus one forty two against Nongshim. Son of a bitch! I uh, I really I, I wanted to go go against Nongshim this week, and I was originally going to go HLE, but I ended up switching over to Sandbox. I think it's quite a good bet. Who's next? Uh, I was still really really wondering if I can take the triple Astralis, uh, but I think I'll just go OMG plus one hundred six against LGD. These two teams are close enough that I think it is coin fl- more coin flip than what the odds are indicating. But it is the LPL. All right. Josh, what about you? Josh might be frozen, but he has EG minus 104 against Team Liquid was his uh, pick of the week there. Yeah, I like that one as well. God damn, you guys, you guys like, literally took all the ones I liked this weekend. Yikes. Uh... Take victory five two zero against no, uh, whoever no. for plus forty five hundred. Dude, so think about what you could say about our podcast win rate for the week, for the year if we hit that bet. We we generally have a rule that it's got to be minus two hundred or better. But I, I I really do feel like FBX minus two hundred four is just a slam dunk. Okay, I'm all right with that. Like, uh, you know what? No, I I have something. I'm gonna go Billy Billy minus one and a half against Ultra Prime. At minus 116. I actually like that more. So, I'll go Billy Billy. Actually, do I like Billy Billy more or Afrika more? I think you'd like Billy like Billy a, more, but I like, I like, a, I like Afrika minus 1.5 against nice. the RX at minus 103. That's going to be Ooh, the play. Minus 1.5. I feel Billy Billy is safer, though. But, hey. I think they're both good. This is why we bet. They're both good positions, so. All right. That's going to be it for this us this week. Uh... Hopefully we don't have too many issues with this when I do the audio, but I won't find that out until tomorrow. So uh, enjoy the final week in the Western leagues. We'll have another, uh, we'll have a week of, I guess they're going to take a week off next week, I think, right? Between playoffs. Yeah, I I think we get some free time. I haven't looked at the, I haven't looked at the schedule yet, but no, I mean, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be like a looser cast next week because we'll have, uh, it'll just be LPL and LCK like final week. And there's going to be a lot of games that don't matter there too. So Maybe we'll have some. Maybe, maybe we'll do something goofy next week. Like we'll just play ARAMs while while podcasting or something stupid like that. There we go. Yeah, we could just ARAM. That sounds like fun. That could, that could, we'll, we'll just ARAM and talk over the games while playing ARAM or something goofy like that or TFT or something like that. It might be fun. I'm down with that. Um, did oh I forgot the listener pick. Let me see. Oh, we didn't get it. Nobody tweeted. Nobody tweeted. No listener pick. The listeners picked victory five minus one and a half. The listeners, uh, at plus 4,500. The listeners they, did, they didn't pick. pick that. 
I got a tweet from a guy called the C Sports Clug, and he said that <laughs> he likes the Adventure Five. Uh, oh, you mean plus forty five hundred? Yeah, plus forty five hundred. Uh, what he, is he this an NFL MVP future? Like what the fuck? <laughs> this is like Mitch Trubisky to win the MVP, dude. What the hell? Oh, Come man. on, put it in listener piss the pick of the week. Don't be a listener coward. Pick of the week. Okay, all right, we're in there. That's it. Okay, it's in there. If it happens, then uh, God help us all. I saw. Up Justin. I don't know if, yeah, I don't know if you guys said my pick of the week. We did, but I, yeah, we did. Russian bears trying to steal mine in chat. I'm, I'm, no uh, thanks, I'm, bear. That's Josh. Oh my god, that's crazy. All right, that's gonna be it for us this week. We'll see you guys next week, and uh, I guess we'll see you then. Enjoy the games this weekend. Appreciate you guys. Have a good one. The Gold Card Podcast opening theme is Clouds by Harvey and the Hendersons. The closing theme is Wasp in a Hat by the Tea Club. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Podbean to never miss an episode.